Welcome to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I am your show host, Britt Dowd. I've got a super fun episode for you today. Ladies and gents, I am joined today by Matt Armstrong, co-founder, co-owner of Block Lawn Care. Switching to check. Matt, how you doing, brother? What's going on, Britt? It's good to be with you. Um, pardon the mower in the background. The guy started cutting the grass like 10 minutes ago. It's so funny. Bro, there, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. This could not be a better setting to do the Lawn Care Leaders podcast than you, bro, out here Perfect. starting this side hustle, growing it, and then you've got a guy mowing in the background. I mean, did you pay him to do this? I mean, is this no, just some I sort swear. of marketing ploy? I swear. No, this, <laughs> this is not... Uh, this is not planned. Man, so, Matt Armstrong yeah. out of Bat- Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Different, wor- different world down there, Matt. I know, it a, is. I know it's a little. A, it's like a hundred. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I know a little bit about those Louisiana folk. What do you know? What do you know? Well, my dad is from uh, West Monroe. Come on. Yep. West Monroe. All right. West That's Monroe. Awesome, man. I know anything that ends in an OW, y'all switch to an ER and you start saying like, hey, shut that window and hand me my pillar. I'm going to bed. That's right. And uh, <laughs> the see that them instead of see that and them. Yeah. Yeah. We are famous for the swamp people. Oh, and, man. And the national championship LSU Tigers. Oh, Get wow. That out there. Wow. Rubbing it in, man. Rubbing it in. LSU's fun to watch. My my dad still is a a huge fan yeah. of LSU football. Really, that's yep. awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's a blast to get to be an LSU fan for that's sure. That's awesome. So I uh, I'm I'm a bandwagon fan deluxe, man. So when KU basketball is on, I'm a KU fan. K- and then I whenever they're playing football, I I, I root for K State. I just can't. Understandable. Can't watch. Understandable for sure. Can't watch KU football, man. So, all right, well, let's let's hop into it. Why don't you tell people who you are, what you're about, and let's uh, let's get right into your story, man. I, I know we got a lot to talk about. Just so our listeners know, we're we're actually live on Instagram right now. He's going to tell his story, and then we're going to dive into uh, a pretty important topic, and that is centered around mental spiritual and physical health and we're really going to dial in and zero in on how to clear your head maybe some some tips and hacks to clear your head as a business owner and make still make sure that you're still engaged with your family engaged with god and you're living a a healthy balanced quote-unquote life so uh matt yeah with that i will pitch the softball up to you man swing for the fences come on Come on. Well, man, first of all, it's an honor to get to be on the podcast. I, I, I love listening to it and really enjoyed getting to hear from uh, from you and Brooke recently. Just that, uh, yeah, it, just, it made me laugh. I resonated so deeply with that. And so really excited to get to, to share today. Um, literally 20 feet from me. You guys phone. Bro, yeah, that? I was just, yeah, I was getting ready to say, once he makes his pass and we see him in the background, we, we might have to uh, have you go inside. I will go inside right now yeah get, let, let us see him though let us let's let us there's the oh, kid oh there yeah oh we yeah got a, we got a we got a gravely um hey it's like a 36 42 inch uh. not not bad not bad bro bro uh, is boogieing around on the gravely i love it yeah yeah if you don't is. mind uh you can keep That's chatting but just hop inside and that'll give us at least that'll get give us a little better audio quality on the on the podcast yeah. side yeah, give me one sec. You're good, man. Ooh, memento. We're going to get to this in a little bit, but we are now entering into my room that I had to gut mm. last week. What happened? Because of water damage. Uh, uh. Talk about talk about cleaning your head and stress. My <laughs> gosh. <laughs> but is this a little better? That's perfect, man. Dude, yeah, we just Good. moved into our new house. and uh, Yeah, congrats. Thank you. In our basement, they forgot to patch a hole where they had not hit the water line. We, ah. had, we had the same thing. I walked downstairs after work, and it was just flooded. I was like, oh, my gosh. That will do it. That'll yeah. do it every time. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'll I'll probably hop back outside after he after he rolls out. But but anyways, no man, I'm um, yeah. So a, a little bit about me. I'm uh, I'm pumped to get to share. Basically, I, I think it's super safe to say that my uh, path into the green industry is extremely unconventional. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, just a little bit about me. I uh, I grew up in a super small town, Commerce, Texas, about an hour northeast of Dallas. Um, and grew up with an awesome family who loved Jesus and laid that foundation for me. Um, I even grew up watching my dad and my, my grandfather have their hands in all kinds of different businesses. So I was exposed to business and entrepreneurship uh, from an early age. So fast forward a bit, I did my undergrad at, uh, at Baylor University in Waco, Texas. Uh, thank you, Chip and Joanna Gaines, for putting that one on the map. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, man, we, that's where I met my wife, uh, yeah. love of my life, Jillian. And we've been married for over nine years. Nice. We got three kiddos, three little girls and just have a blast that's uh, awesome. you know, being married and, and being, you know, having an awesome family. So three, anyways, girl, three girls, man, there, there's nothing better than being a girl dad. Three girls is real. Yeah. And, and it's just, it really is. It's so much fun. I'm what are their, what are their like, ages real quick? Yeah. Yeah. So I got, <clears throat> we got Hattie who is five and a half, uh, Annie, who is three and Lydia, who was born the day after I had to move my office to the house, um, oh. it, during quarantine. So like, it's been, wow. it's been, uh, thankfully she's like an angel. She sleeps better than any of our kiddos. So oh, that's good. That's, that's good, good. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, um, in college, that's really where I started to fall in love with Jesus, like, and make that walk my own. Um, and so after, but after Jillian and I got married, we moved to Baton Rouge with some of our best friends to actually help start a church. And I was like the associate pastor for about six and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, what that, what that looked like is I was, uh, I was running the business side of the church, helped start, um, different ministries oversee and create processes, yeah. uh, a, a bunch of different systems, uh, deals like that. And then, um, in the meantime, I actually did my, my MBA at LSU. Um, so I became an official tiger there. Um, but somewhere along the line, felt God inviting us to move to a lower income neighborhood in, uh, in Baton Rouge. And it was super random. It was super random. We live in a great, um, you know, uh, decent neighborhood in Baton Rouge had a great house that we had just bought. And, but you know, like whenever you have, uh, I remember hearing it was kind of that, that same, um, drop in the gut. You just know that, you know, feeling kind of like you're talking about with, uh, with working for farmers. It's like, there is something in this. We have to explore this. We have to like figure this out. Yeah. So, Long story short, we moved to this neighborhood um, without any agenda other than let's like just let's just go love people well. Let's just be let's just be good friends. Yeah. And um, as we were there, I started observing this this uh, uh, you call it an issue or a need or whatever, and it was basically a bunch of overgrown and blighted lots. Yeah. Um, and and I started look you know as I started looking around, I was like you know what. I could mow these. Um, true story. I should have said this before. You know, I said that um, I had an unconventional entrance into the green industry, but I wasn't even allowed to mow the grass whenever I was growing up because I had such bad allergies. Like, what's up with that? And, and, and I, like, I love cutting grass. Yeah. And it, I still get ripped up every once in a while. But, uh, but I'm telling you right now, like, I, even if I wanted to, like, my parents would not let me cut the grass. They're like, no, your face will blow up. We'll have to take you to the doctor. Uh, no, you cannot cut the grass. So you're, so, you're, you're thinking that that's the last thing I would ever be doing is cutting some, some grass. Right. Wow. I, I, mean, I mean, yeah. It's, but anyways, like, I, you know, here we are in a neighborhood, and I'm looking at literally some of these lots are like six. Yeah. seven feet tall yeah. um, near our house. And I'm like, I, I can mow those. And yep. so I, I, uh, I actually had to go to the store. I was at the equipment equipment dealer one day getting a new weed eater. Yeah. And, and I just, uh, it was about a year after I started observing these overgrown and blighted lots. Yep. And I texted my wife. I said, Hey, 
babe, what do you think about me picking up a, a zero turn mower while I'm here? And we just start clearing some of these lots. Had to get the had to get the ride off from the from the, oh, from yeah. the boss lady. That's the best and, though when it's like an impromptu <laughs> send up to the upper management. It's like, babe, I know we're here for a weed eater. What do you think about this zero turn? <laughs> yeah, and by that time it was too easy to throw in a backpack blower. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So you went that for happened. a weed eater and walked out with a mowing business. Oh, I just got it. I got the setup. That bro. is a ve- that's a veteran I, move. That is that is uh that's the favor of the Lord move right yeah, there. Exactly. That it, that it, it happens. So anyways, that's here, called mar- that's called marrying up. Yes. So so true. So listen, I uh I I I basically said like yeah, I, I got like the cheapest residential hustler ZTR. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just you know, it, it worked. Yeah. Um but man, I, I start that one day. I mowed my entire block and halfway through doing it, like I, we don't own these blocks. Like we don't own these blocks. Right. I just, I just had a blast doing it. The, and even while I was mowing, um, one of our neighbors like stopped and started picking up trash that had been like dumped and stuff. And I was like, man, I just love what is happening right now. How yep. can we do this on a bigger scale? And at, what I'm thinking already is how can we leverage cutting grass, to see transformation all over, um, like all over the nation. Yeah. I didn't know what that looked like, yeah. but I knew that I was passionate about business mm-hmm. and I love cutting grass. Yeah. So how can I put those together, um, and, and make something happen? Yeah. So I didn't know that, you know, anything like it existed at the time, but that's where I started dreaming up an on-demand lawn care business. Um, and so really, uh, Again, long story short, uh, about a year after I had the idea, uh, and a buddy and I, my co-founder, Jacob Jolibois, uh, who's an award-winning user interface and user experience designer, um, I pulled him from his well-paying, secure job, and we like we jumped. Like I left being a pastor at the church. We jumped off this cliff together, and uh, call us naive, but we like we did it. Yeah, and. And man, we, we launched a local, um, like kind of a beta test, yep. uh, on-demand lawn care service. Okay. Um, and it was, and so explain that, just got, give, give our yeah. listeners just a little better overview yeah. of what, of what that actually is. Yeah. So what it looked like, everyone knows Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very, very, um, it's, it's very common nowadays. Um, uh, my only problem with the model is how the people who are providing the labor did not feel taken care of. Okay. And so what we did, um, what, like, you know, I know that in this, in, in our industry, a lot of people have labor issues, but these gig economy companies have like 500% employees or worker turnover every year. Wow. Like that is turnover. Yeah. And so I knew that there was something broken about the model. Um, a big pain point about own, owning a home is getting your grass cut. And we just said, all right, what if we make it to where someone can find a pre-vetted, background-checked, trained mower, get a quote, and have their service booked from five minutes of downloading the app? And so we built built that. Um, And, man, we got incredible early user reviews here in Baton Rouge. Uh, We ended the season with, like, I think we had, like, 200 paying customers. Wow. Like, one season – but across America, we had like 2,500 registered users who were saying, we want Block to cut our grass. Holy crap. And, and, and so it was like this huge deal. I mean, like, bro, we were, we were listed on like in front of all of our competitors in the lawn and landscape feature on on-demand lawn care. Wow. We were number one in the app store for on-demand lawn care. Um, this is, this, is the, <laughs> this is from the guy who, who couldn't cut grass growing up, right? <laughs> um, uh, but, but like, again, it, it's, um, it was just this, uh, and whenever I tell my story, it's, it, it wouldn't do it justice for me to just not point back to like, I can trace all of this back to like God inviting us to move into this specific neighborhood and helping me piece together little skills and passions that, yeah. that I have and stuff like that. So, so listen, we, we get to the winter and everything is slowing down. Um, and you know, through that whole deal, we were like, we were only staying in Baton Rouge. We were very local. We were making sure we had a killer user experience and that our, our app was 
solving real issues. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I brought up the, uh, the workers deal earlier with uh, Uber and, you know, the turnover is that all of them, like just about every gig economy company uses 1099 contractors. Mm-hmm which is very limiting for what you can do. The thing that separated us and differentiated us from anyone else in the field is that we hired our people as W2 employees. Um, they like, they were able to put our brand on them. They, you know, they were, they wore the uniform, they carried our values. We gave them authority to call shots and, and make decisions to solve for the customer. Um, three core values, generosity, service, and joy. And so we like when we were onboarding them, we would coach them on that stuff. That's awesome. And And it sounds like that is what has, like a little bit separated you guys from the pack. And I mean, when I was reading up on you and your company a little more, that seems to be one of the singular things that, that helps you add value. And also in an industry where that's the number one complaint, like, Oh, I can't find a guy to hire. Well, you've solved the puzzle. So I would love for you to camp out there for just a second. I know it's, it's, it's a little bit of a jump, trying to think yeah. from a small business owner that has, you know, just, it's just himself and he's mowing lawns and he's going to hire Absolutely. one more guy, but what can he do to still do that yeah. as well? Cause he's going to say, you know, well, I'm hiring a W2 employee. So what, maybe what tips can you yeah. give him to uh, separate himself a little bit? Yeah, I was actually, you know, one of the questions I saw that you sent that you wanted to touch on was just like, what type of, you know, what type of advice would, would you give? And, and really for me, you know, it, it does come back to culture, yeah. right? Um, that's something that I, that I'm really passionate about. I believe everyone else should be passionate about it. Um, and there, there's plenty of research that shows that culture is extremely powerful. I believe that it is one of the biggest assets that you can invest in yeah. as a business owner. And, and really, you know, whenever you start hiring, you need to understand that, your company's culture, which is, a sh- it's just simply a shared set of values, beliefs, and behaviors. It, it, it's just, it is crucial to building yeah. a successful business that people will stay attracted to. Now here's the crux of it is that if you're not proactive to create a culture that yeah. people want to be a part of, a culture will create itself, yeah. which is rarely a good thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you as a business owner, if you're just starting off, if you're in the truck by yourself, it is not too early to start thinking about what type of culture do I want to have yeah. grow, uh, like as I continue to grow my operation? Yeah. What do I want my, what do I want my customers to experience and to feel from interacting with me yeah. while I'm in the truck by myself, but also as, uh, as I continue to add, you know, add different employees yeah. and right now you are your culture, right? But you need to write it down, write down those aspects that you want to, you know, to exemplify and then also communicate it, whether it be through social media, through on your flyers, um, different things like that. And then back it up with your actions. Yeah. You know, for us, uh, our, our culture was generosity, service, and joy. And so like whenever, uh, one of the things about our initial app block was, um, we did a la carte services, which didn't always result in the best looking lawn because we had some people who were like, I don't want you to weed eat. I don't want you to edge. I don't want you to blow. I literally just want you to mow my yard. It would make me as a perfectionist cringe, but we gave people the opportunity to do that. And, um, but like if they just paid for mowing, we would weed eat their property. Yeah. If they paid for mowing and weed eating, we would edge and blow their property. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those things that, you know, we, we made sure that we were, we were providing more value than what they're, what they're paying for. That's awesome. Um, so anyways, those are just a few things to help someone get started and thinking through like how, you know, how do I form and define my culture as even a, a, like a individual solo operator. That's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. That's, that's an awesome story. And I, I love, uh, I love your entry into the industry. That's one of the things that I enjoy. Like everybody gets nervous about these conversations, but what I try to tell people is like each story is unique. Each experience yeah. is unique. You, I mean, you're allergic to grass. <laughs> you're, you're, so, you're so you, ridiculous, you bro. get, you get into kind of a pastoral role, you move, you switch jobs and, and God kind of plucked you and, and moved you into the right position. Um, so I just love, yeah. I love that. It's just, it's just such a, a fun experience for me to get to hear yeah. that. And it sounds Come like on. things are going pretty well for you. I know you're, yeah. I know you're very, very busy. 
Um, you start off as block. You're now rebranding as check. You can go down that rabbit yeah. hole if you want. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to t- yeah. touch on it a bit um, because basically block was great. Like anyone, anyone would love to have 200 new paying customers in a season. Yeah. Anyone would love to have like 2,500 now, like over 34, 3,500 people across America say, will you please cut my grass? Yeah. But what we were looking for is, is the ability to really provide, um, you know, provide an incredible working experience for people who are, who are cutting grass. And one of our deals early on was like, and the reason why, you know, I connected me mowing overgrown and blighted lots to what we're doing uh, now is that, you know, we, we reserve 1% of our revenue to help, help revitalize underserved communities. That's awesome. And so, you know, that's, that's part of it, but, but, but really as we stepped back in the winter, we were looking at our business model and saying, okay, we have a season under our belt. What did we learn? Mm-hmm. Our customers were having an incredible experience. They, they love the service. Um, of course, like not everyone, every, some people you yeah. know, have, have issues with it, but yeah. some people, the most part, are you, you know, saying not, some people have issues? Um, I'm, you know, the, <laughs> the whole like, Hey, you, you know, you missed the spot or Hey, you didn't weed eat or something like that, but they didn't pay for it. Yeah. Like, and that happened to be one of the times that, yeah. you know, the guys like didn't, didn't do it anyway. <laughs> We're not perfect, right? Hey, hey bro, one thing, let me interject here. One thing that I love, though, about mowing that you can't say, like with us in spring, we always get the comment like, I didn't see you. Did you do the back lawn? At least with mowing, it's like, you can pretty well tell if we've been there or not. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, That's a good point. That's funny. But yeah, so in the winter, we're, we're like, we're stepping back and we're looking at our model customers and like really like it. Yeah. They love the flexibility. They love that the power is in their hands and literally f- five minutes, like they would map their lot. They would see a price immediately. They could call a shot on what services they wanted, book it. Someone's yeah. out within a matter of days. Yeah. Super simple. Yeah. Um, and our mowers were having an awesome time. They're like, we love the flexibility. A lot of people are using it as their, as a side hustle, yeah. super flexible side hustle. Yeah. And, um, and they're, they're really liking it, which is not, what most on-demand lawn care companies can say. Um, if you, if, if you spend any time on the forums looking up on-demand lawn care, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like usually it's a lot of people who are, who are like, Hey, 35 bucks for this yard. And they show up and it's three feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. We're walking around. We're all walking away from that one. Yeah. Yeah. But our mowers were enjoying this experience, but we behind the scenes were like, how are we going to scale this quickly and Mm -hmm. easily? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and so we, as we're reevaluating all this, we said the winner in this whole equation are these apps. Yeah. And what if there's a way to put these, this set of apps in the hands of every person who's in the truck by themselves? Now there's, there's no lack of software for lawn care people out there. It's there, there's not, we're aware of that, but based on what we were seeing, and, and the people that we're talking with, um, the majority of operators were not using any sort of technology. They're sticking to their pen and paper, but over set, like about 70% of them were open to using the app that we described to them. Hmm. And so that was a big deal to us. Yeah. A, a simple app to, you know, to manage their workload and, and earn more. Yeah. And so we started spinning that out. We started, we, you know, the, the, uh, the phrase in tech startups is you, you pivot, right. You, a significant piece of information comes across your plate and you're like, okay, this affects what we're going to do. So anyways, man, we, we started, uh, we started building a a new app and they're too similar. So we knew he had to rebrand it. Right. So that's where check comes into play. And, uh, simply put check is, you know, a, a, a mobile app that helps owner operators run and grow their business from the cab of their truck. Nice. Simple. Um, it automates their invoicing, manages their schedule, and then it'll generate a route with the tap of a button. Uh, we're also working on the clients app that, uh, that will allow people to pay through it. And we have some really exciting features that will help, uh, that throws some fuel on, uh, word of mouth yep. referrals. Yep. Um, and then a, a few other things that, uh, that are in the works. And That's so, cool. man, we're like really excited about that. We launched it about two and a half, uh, two and a half 
months ago. Okay. And, and we have, we've had people from, uh, 40 States create accounts. Um, you know, the ones that aren't, are, uh, what Alaska and, uh, New Mexico, and, you know, neither one of them have grass, I think. So <laughs> anyway, you know, okay. So, so, so help me with this. So is yeah. block and check, are they independent of one another or did you completely rebrand and is, is check still yeah, providing the same on demand lawn care for homeowners? Or are That's you a great question? I'm glad you're asking that. Um, so they are separate. They're two separate uh, okay. entities. Actually, we have blocks still running here in Baton Rouge, but, okay. Um, okay. but, but check is, is what we're moving forward with. That okay. is the future. That's the future of our company. Okay. Um, okay. and so, che- you know, check, uh, eventually will provide, uh, you know, ways to get more jobs, but it's going to be, we're going to focus on quality of lead because a lot of people don't want these one-off jobs, yeah. um, you know, that are, uh, that pay low, but they take three times as long as they, you know, they should. So okay. we're, okay. we're really focusing on, you know, on, on quality, uh, okay. whenever it, whenever it comes to leads, whenever we start to integrate that. But yeah, we're not necessarily, you're not necessarily leaving, chat. leaving block. You still have it. You still have the on-demand yeah. platform, but now you're starting yeah. to focus more on owner operators. That's awesome. So, so now let, let's jump yeah. to this. Um, awesome yeah. story. Seems like you've got, a lot of irons in the fire. You're a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. So now you not only have one business, you have two businesses. And then when you're working from home or you get home, you've now got your real job. You've got your three daughters, you've got your wife. So talk to us a little bit about this idea of mental, spiritual, and physical health. Um, I know yeah, we, were, we were DMing back and forth about it. I would love to hear kind of your, your take on it. And then how we can yeah. how we can help clear clear our heads and, and and stay whole as as business owners. Yeah, man i I, I want to kick it off on just saying, man, like want to throw some honor on you for even opening up that that topic. You know, I, it really struck me. I, I follow a lot of the a lot of the guys in the in the in the industry, um, like b- from big guy to, to little guy. You know, I, yeah. I, I want to definitely keep a pulse on what everything is happening. And whenever I came across your story of you just being real uh, and saying like, Hey, like guys, I'm having a hard time getting out of my head. I was like, this, like this guy is humble. Like this guy is being vulnerable. He is creating a path, creating a way for other people to start to acknowledge like, man, this is a, this has been a pretty rough season. Yeah. Um, and so I just, so you follow, you follow the big guys and then you follow me. You're like, look at this little guy here. (laughs) You better stop. You need to stop. I had to, bro. I had to, I had to. You know, Uh, that's not what I was saying. No, that's cool. That's Uh, cool. Yeah. It does need to be talked about and it it needs to be talked about more because I think the more we talk about it, whenever you, whenever you acknowledge something and you name it, now you can handle it. Like whenever, whenever you name it and you acknowledge that there's a problem, it, it almost gives you the sense of, okay, well now what do I do about finding a solution? But I think so many business owners, Absolutely. they just come in, they don't really name that I can't clear my head and then they don't yeah. engage with their families and you end up getting a fight with your, your wife. And then you yeah. you lay your head on the pillow at night, you go to work the next day. And sometimes you don't even realize I didn't engage fully with my kids. I wasn't fully present Bro. and I've been there and it's, it's a, it's a, it's the worst feeling for, for dads I, out there. Yeah. It's a bad feeling. Yeah, we've, I think we've, I think we've all been there. Like I, bro, I was there this week. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, uh, in, and just, I want to back, I want to back up and just say like, I, one thing I love about our industry is the resilience, mm-hmm. the work ethic, the diligence, the mm-hmm. let's get this done yeah. mentality. Yeah. Um, I think there's so much power in that. Yeah. Um, there's so much grit. Yeah, it, there's so much grit. grit. And, and That's a great way there's to say. so much grit that it can become a, a fault, you know, so much grit, it, absolutely great for yeah. business, not always great for family. <laughs> it's, it's so true. And, and yeah, man, I just think that if, yeah, we could pay a little more attention to what's happening uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and that, that can be like uncharted waters for a lot of you know, for a lot of people, yeah. but in the long run growing in those areas that creates, uh, more health, like healthier families, yeah. better marriages. You said it. Uh, and I'm confident like it creates stronger businesses and yeah. happier customers. Yeah. Um, and so, 
yeah, like whenever I messaged you, I said that I could, I could relate on a number of those levels because I, I had a lot that there was just a lot that was going on. I'm not like, I'm not even going to um, go into the details uh, because that would risk uh, me sounding like I was whining about this, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, it's just a lot that was like, uh, that was happening. And later that day, um, I, uh, we found water damage in our playroom. Oh my god! And gosh. so like, it's just like seeing, seeing that. And then even since then, bro, like there've been a number of other things that have just, um, not made life easier. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, man, a couple months into coronavirus, I saw a statistic that 95% of entrepreneurs had experienced intense depression or anxiety. Yeah. Like I've been in that camp. Like, like I said, like on Monday was one of the most stressful days that I've had. I thought it was interesting cause we we're, we we're messaging last week yeah. and then it's like still dealing with it. Yeah. And so, you know, all this stuff that, um, that I am that like that I can share. These are things that help, but um, I think you'd agree with me. Like ultimately it doesn't work without Jesus. Like it's not like all these other things are, are like band-aids over the issue. And Jesus is the only one that has been able to really deal with, uh, with the pain, the stress, the you fill in the blank uh, negative emotion that I can be carrying around. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I resolved a long time ago that I was going to follow him, be obedient yeah. to whatever he invites me into. Um, and time and time again, I learned like he loves me, he's yeah. for me, he's with me, um, and he's good. And That's whenever awesome. I take all that stuff together um, and just hold on to those simple truths, I'm like, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. My family's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, my marriage is going to be okay. Um, yeah, so good, and, bro. And so, so good. thanks, man. And, and yeah, so. But yeah, that God, God, mean that, it says for I know I for the no for I know the plans I have for you. Yeah, I, I butchered that yeah. Bible verse. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> you got it. So, you <laughs> I nailed it. Perfect. Yeah. You first try. <laughs> first try. If this, if this wasn't Instagram Live, I would edit that out and I would completely yes. like I, I would I would source it. I would you know. Yeah, you would. King James. Um, but yeah, dude. Like, yeah. he he is the Prince of Peace. So if we're not. Yeah drawing our peace and our stability and our sanity so good. from a greater power, which is yeah. Christ Jesus, yeah. we're, we're always going to feel empty and we're always going to have that anxiousness. And even with yeah. God, we're human, we're, we're, we're sinful. So we're going to feel that. Yeah. But ultimately Absolutely. you want to be able to stand on the rock and that, that is Christ yeah. Jesus. So you, you nailed that. And then also there's unwavering grace. Like for me, Amen. knowing That's those, good. knowing those two things, like, okay, I can find peace and rest in Jesus yeah, and I can have grace because I completely failed my team today. I came in, I was super scared. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't a good dad because I was scared at work. COVID happened. I'm having team Bro, member issues. Yeah. We're taking cancels like crazy or yeah. uh, whatever fire it is in small business. If you kind of think about those two things, as a believer, that's what you have to stand on. And, and honestly, so men, that's what you have to be for your wife. That's what you have to be for your kids. Um, and yeah. I'm not saying that I did that during COVID. Hindsight's 2020 for me, man. I'm, I'm saying that that's, yeah. what I, that's what I want to be and that's what I want to strive yeah. to be. Yeah, man. And, and so, like, you know, just kind of talking about some practicals, like I – there are some things that I do like on a regular basis. I, I find it's, it's better to not get to a point where you have to react and make a major course correction, but really try to lay some like solid foundation throughout the course of your life, your week, your day yeah. in a way that, that sets you up for a win because you know, eventually something's going to hit the fan. You want to be prepared yeah. for that rather than scrambling or worse, like develop some sort of destructive habit that could cost you, the things that you love the most. Um, and so like for me, it starts with regular time with God. Like you, you called it devotions. Like, and I think we, you know, we would agree the, the goal is let's connect with Jesus. Let's grow deeper in our relationship with him. And so practically for me, what that looks like is I'll turn on, I'll do it in the morning. Um, I'll, I'll turn on some worship music, maybe listen to a couple of songs, You there? Yeah, I, it broke up for just a split second. I don't know what Hold happened. On one second. Some someone tried to call you. 
You're either reloading or somebody's trying to call you. All right, we good? Yeah. Tell tell mom you're going to have to call her back. Yeah, bye, mom. Um, <laughs> bye, mom. Sorry, mom. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, just to kind of go back, how what what that is for me, like spending time with God, I'll, I'll uh, turn on some worship music, listen to a couple of songs, yep. uh, read, read like a chapter of the Bible or a few verses that I know I need to be reminded of. Yep. Uh, I might pray about a few things, but then um, I also try to leave some time to just like wait and listen to God. Like, God, is there anything you want to tell me? Yeah. Uh, like, is there anything you want to encourage me with? Is there anything you want to point out about the day? Just kind of leaving some time to be still and, and, and be quiet. Um, and yeah. that's, that's just been really, you know, really powerful. Um, and do you normally do that in the yeah, morning? So, do you do that at night? Like, when do you, when do you carve that yeah, out? Yeah, I usually do it. I usually, I usually do it in the morning. Uh, usually it's, it's gotta be before the kids wake up and run out. And that's what I was going to say. It's yeah. like, it's like full tilt. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I know that you mentioned, uh, you know, that you do devotions. I love that you post scripture on your story and stuff. So what is that? I'm curious, what does that look like for you? Um, normally, so I'll be honest, I have, I kind of like am a roller coaster with, yeah. I always try to do like the four pillars. I call it uh, faith, family, fitness, and finances. Yeah. And, and it always seems like I am balancing between those four. And when one, yeah. or, when one or two are rock solid, the other two are lacking. So, you know, with, yeah. with like my fitness, I've been all in. I've been doing this new workout program with my brother and, and our best oh, share friend. What, it, what is it called? Uh, so we're on the beach body app. So don't, don't, let's go. Don't make but, fun hey, of me they, for that. They got some, they got some hard stuff on the beach body. Dude, app. They do. What are you doing? Even, are, you, are you throwing it back to P90X? I did that once and the warm up killed me. So I was like, if I can't get through the warm up, I got to start somewhere else. So, <laughs> Dude, like, bar, give me some like Barney exercise videos right now. For real, so we don't- bro. We did a 15 minute warm up, and I thought the whole time like this is part of it. And he's like, "All right, we're ready to go." And he's just like, "Oh no, juiced on something." So um, horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Um, but anyways got in a little better shape, went back to beach body. And so we're now doing, uh, six weeks of the work with him. Wallace Caesar. Dude. All right. It is, it's intense. And I'm one of those guys, like I love the, uh, I love the struggle. And so yeah. like, I, I love the mental battle of like, I don't care if I pass out. Like I I'm, I'm getting after this. Just go, just, Send it just go, all the way. just go. So I've been all in with that. And, uh, my devotions have taken a, a little beating, Hey, my, uh, hold on. My computer's getting ready to die. One second. You hear me still? Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, I had to call an audible. So, yeah, all that to say my, my fitness has been on point. Um, yeah. But my devotion's been sped up because I've been waking up at like 4.30. I'll read. I'll pray. But then I want to get to the gym by like five thirty. That way I can get yeah. a forty-five minute workout in, get to the shop by seven. And so yeah. usually, if like if my devotions are thirty minutes to an hour long, my mm-hmm. fitness is just like nothing, and I end up not doing yeah. it. Um, and then same same for for the other areas of my life. But just trying to, uh, I think I'm also I'm giving myself a little grace on that, just yeah. because. Got to. I yeah. I, I I'm doing so much that I I start to wear, like wear myself out and uh, yeah. But yeah, like I I have to. That's do, good, man. I have to do. Yeah. I have to do devotions and I have to do my workout in the morning. Otherwise, I just I just never get to it. One thing leads yeah. to the next, and especially when I get back home, it's it's family time. So yeah, yeah, and and man, I I one thing for me is like time with God can be five minutes. It can be an hour yeah. if I, if my wife gives me some time, like on a Saturday to like get out, you know, go get out of the house. It could be two hours. Like yeah. it could be, it, it doesn't matter. I think that, um, and I think that also developing the ability to just like tune in to God throughout the day has been yeah. crucial for yeah. me. Um, I, I used to deal with just a ton of performance around like, did I, did I spend time with God? Did I spend an hour with God? Like, um, yeah. And, and really just taking the weight off of me that God did not put there and mm. just saying like, look, the goal is I just want to connect with God and I can connect with God in the middle of a workout. 
mm. sometimes easier than yeah. whenever I'm sitting in the in the chair reading my Bible. That's good. And and if I'm willing to pay attention and not put that structure in a box, mm. I find that I encounter God more. Bro, I should have just so, shut up because you just nailed what nah, I was trying to say. Dude, that, that's no, really no, good. It's, it's good. And 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 one thing, uh, like I said some other practicals, but I want to jump down. There's one thing that has been really life giving for me. Um, a lot of, a lot of stress for me usually comes whenever a structure that I was leaning on gets like completely broken. Yeah. So structures don't last through major life transitions. Yeah. You have a kid say goodbye to any structure that you've built. Yeah. If you start a business, Say goodbye to any structure yeah. you've built. You have a pandemic. Um, say say you goodbye have a to pandemic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like yeah. So it's it, it's all of that. And and so earlier in the year, I knew that like we we had we had our third girl on on March seventeenth, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, she was very much a coronavirus baby. Like she she you know she came the day after I moved my my office mm-hmm. into our laundry room. And, and so, uh, earlier in the year, anticipating that coming, um, I felt like as I was praying about it, I I felt like God was saying like, Matthew, start, start working towards your checklists rather than structures because checklists allow for, um, the ebbs and flows of life and you still get to hold on to your values Mm -hmm. rather than getting stressed that, you didn't get to do X, Y, Z in that order by yeah. six thirty AM that morning. Yeah. And so, uh, because like whenever we had our second girl, I went into about three months of like intense anxiety because mm. I was leaning hard on my structures mm. that, and I was not anticipating yeah. having, uh, you know, having to rebuild them in that, in that drastic of a way. And so knowing like, I don't want to go into, uh, you know, intense anxiety again, yeah. like, okay, let's, let's build some, let's build some like checklists. So yeah. I'm a big fan of the book, uh, atomic habit. Okay. It's a great book for, um, for like learning how to build like good, healthy habits and how to, uh, you know, a big thing for me has been tracking, um, different values and, um, that I want to be hitting like on a daily basis, but also seeing like, um, you know, things like when's the last time I took one of my girls out on a date? When's the last time I took my wife on a date? Yeah. Um, you know, and also tracking things that I want to make sure I'm watching, you know, you know, watching out to not build a crutch on. It's like, mm-hmm. am I watching TV every day? Yeah. Am I spending like X amount of time on social media, yeah. you know, every day? Yeah. That, those types, those types yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's, you know, really leaning on some checklists to make sure that you're getting your values in rather than I have to do this in this specific order. That's been really big for me. Bro, that's huge. Um, that's huge. And I, I hope our listeners take a second yeah. to maybe maybe just go back and re-listen yeah. to these last couple minutes because um, you've really given some practical advice on on what to do. I, I love the checklist. And then I yeah. love what you said about maybe being a little more, what's the word, amiable, like flexible, yeah, fluid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because then you're not going to judge yourself as much. You're still yeah. going to get the checklist done, but you're giving yeah. yourself. I'm a big margin guy, dude. Like all last year, I preached margin, 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 margin yeah. in everything. Not just not just margin in your finances, margin with your wife, margin with your kids, yeah. margin with your small business, margin with your team yeah. leaders, whatever it is. Having that checklist allows you the margin. You know, yeah. we 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 as Americans box ourselves into 24 hours. And we succeed yeah. or fail in that game of 24 hours when the truth is the game of life is a long time. And I love so I love the checklist, bro. I love the checklist. So One true. thing that I would kind of piggyback on top of what you did, and this was a lesson that I've learned the hard way. Um, so mm. during all the chaos, so just picture this, the listeners, like COVID's going on. I have two daughters. I'm in my in-law's basement. I'm running a business for what I'm like, well, hopefully I'm running a business. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, are they going to, is like the government going to shut us down and I'm just going to have to go out there guns a blazing. Like we're doing lawn care no matter what. So no joke. I'm just like, I'm stressed. I'm feeling all this. Well, it came to the point where I'm like, okay, I have not, I've not been a very good husband. And so one thing I was talking to, I was actually talking to one of our subcontractors that does mowing for us. And I was telling him about my morning routine and devotions. So, um, and I've done a podcast on this before, but one thing I like to do is I like to go over like my personal goals, 
just real quickly. <laughs> I like to go over yeah. my business goals. I like to go over what I'm grateful for. Um, and then I'll do like my, my daily tasks, like my quick to do's. And that kind of gets yeah. me in a rhythm. But one thing, yeah. that, one thing that he added to my list that I thought was already solid was just a simple thing. And it is two things that you're going, that you're grateful for with your spouse. And then two compliments that you gave her the previous day. And that, All right. that one has, All uh, right. uh, it, it, it's, it's tough. And I'll, I'll be honest Good. with you. I have not written them down every day, but yeah. every morning, I promise you, I'm thinking about it. And it's just made me, yeah. it's just made me a lot better husband. And I'm thinking That's about so it good, a lot man. more. Um, and it's, it's, it's organically helped our relationship because now I'm complimenting yeah. her. I'm actually yeah. thinking about, okay, did I, did I compliment her? But either way, I'm trying to engage more with yeah. my wife. And I think, uh, Dude, so I think good. hopefully they take that away. Like insert little things like that, that at least make you go back and, and check the score of the previous day. Um, and yeah, and put it on your checklist. So. Absolutely. That's man. That's really good. I'm going to take, I'm going to take that. I know that my wife will be blessed by that one for sure. She'll um, listen to this and be like, yeah, she's going to, she's going to hold you to it. <laughs> she's going to be like, Matt, she is. You, you, like, you said one and it was thankful for about me. <laughs> Exactly. You only said one yesterday, and it was, it was below average. <laughs> yes, so true. Oh, that's cool, so man. True. That's cool. Well, that's I, good, dude. I know we've been live here for a while, so what what else is kind of uh, on your heart or on your head or notes yeah. that you've had that you want to make sure um, you, you address with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a couple other things uh, written down. You actually touched on one. It was, uh, I call it a personal dashboard, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what are you believing for? What, you know, what are the things you want to be growing in? And then also like family's mission statement, just to kind of keep mm. our, you know, our goal like in front, in front of us. Um, cool. And then another thing that's been really huge for me is daily declarations. Like talk about getting in your own head. Mm. If you're not putting truth into your head mm. and you're not saying those things out loud, yeah. it's, it, I'll speak for myself. It's really easy to start um, beating yourself up yeah. on everything you're not doing rather than calling yourself up to what you know you can be. Mm. Uh, a lot of my uh, declarations are, you know, based in scripture, but another thing, other things are just things that I, I know that I am or could be gifted at that. Yeah. I just have to remind myself to keep, you know, aiming at it. Like, um, like can I, I wrote, can I, I wrote add, one, can I add one thing there? Yeah. So please. as we're, as we're talking about like the, the mental health side of this, I don't even know if I want to call it mental health because Everybody sure. says everybody says that, and I don't really know what it means. But just getting out of your yeah. own head, what you just said yeah. of like calling yourself up or beating yourself down, um, I I, I want to try to do that more of of doing. What did you call them? Affirmations yeah. or something in the morning? Yeah, you, affirmations, uh, da- uh, daily declarations, daily whatever declarations. you want to call them. It's just it could be even reading a, a specific scripture that means a lot to yeah, you. Just yeah. reading it out loud and making it. Uh, contextualizing it to you, you know, that's huge. Something as simple as that is like really big. Like, you know, for me, um, tech startups fail all the time, mm-hmm. like all the time, yep. nine out of 10. Yep. So why would I sign up and roll the dice on something like that? Yep. Um, yeah. And, but I know that if I know I'm called to it, then I need to keep yep. stay focused. So yep. like one of mine is like I said, uh, I'll say out loud, like I'm, I'm reading this. I'm slow to rule out options just because of their perceived difficulty or because no one has ever taken that path. I'm always up for a challenge because making an impact for the kingdom will rarely be easy. Mm. Like just things like that. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm staring at a mountain. I know I yeah. need to try to get over it, yeah. but this is hard. So I'm just going to tell myself, do it. Keep you know? going. Yeah. Keep going. Um, but you know, the, I think the only other thing that I wanted to, to touch on with you, you know, kind of dialogue this is, um, right now more than ever with coronavirus, it is so easy to stay hidden even from the people who know you and love you the most. Mm -hmm. Like if, like it is too easy to, to stay hidden. And what I mean by that is, is the thoughts of like, you feeling alone and dealing with something that even that tension, if you don't even know what it is, like I, I know, I knew that on Monday I was like, I have to tell some friends about this. Like, I feel like, like I had a horrible, like I don't, you know, really rough afternoon, had a horrible night of sleep, 
my mind would not turn off just mm. constantly dealing with, you know, just racing thoughts of whether it be insecurities or, or, uh, thoughts of, like fears of failure, yeah. all kinds of different things like that. And in that next morning, I, uh, I texted, you know, I texted some guys awesome. and, and told them like, I need y'all to know this, this is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that the thought of like, uh, that a lot of us can think is if, if what if people knew that I was dealing with mm. fill in the blank yeah, and that keeps us quiet because we don't want to be perceived as less than yeah. or weak or like a basket case or like, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but every single one of those guys texted me back. A couple of them called me, they encouraged me. And even just that, it's just like, feel like a different person. Wow. But another powerful thing was that, I, I started talking to my co-founder about it. I said, Hey bro, I'm going to just, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm feeling extremely stressed right now. It's not just work. Mm-hmm. It's and, and I shared with them a few, a few of these big things. Yeah. And, um, Oh, and here's my middle one. You want to say hi? Nice. This is Annie Reese. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Cutie? I don't think she can see. Can you say hi? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Daddy? Yes, baby. Um, can I have the iPad? I think that mommy has it. No, she has his computer. Oh, she does. Why don't you Why don't you go ask her? Because I think uh, maybe Hattie took it earlier. Okay. 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 <laughs> Amazing, dude. I love it, man. I love it. I love that we're we're going for like mental clarity and we started with a push mower in the background and a kid coming in at the end. This is perfect. This is so great. It's perfect, bro. Yeah, talking about mental clarity. Um but yeah, like I I straight up told my co founder, I was like, This is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Extremely stressed right now. I said, This is what this is making me feel. I feel less productive. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm running slower than I was and slower than I should be running. Yeah. And then I also feel like I'm letting the team down yeah. because of, because of just being overwhelmed, stressed, yeah. you know, fill in the blank. Like yeah. It, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. Um, can you take that to mommy? Oh, I can't. It's okay. It's okay. Go take that to mommy. Mommy will, mommy will help you. Um, but yeah, bro. Like, and, and he could have. Little mermaid. Listen to little mermaid. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Um, I love it. Uh, so, but, but, but like, listen, like my co-founder could have like, said like, what do you mean? You're, you're less productive. What do you yeah. mean? Like, no, he was like, bro, I had no idea. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling me. Yeah. He encouraged me yeah. in my role. He told me, uh, he told he's like, what can I do to help you? Yeah. And, and even a, another one of the guys that texted me back, just to kind of bring it all full circle, one of the guys that texted me uh, that I texted sent something back and said, Hey, I'm actually on the brink of a panic attack because of a situation that just came up and we were able to pray for him too. Yeah. And just to bring it full circle, like you posting that on your story, you don't know who it opened up the doorway for yeah. to be able to say like, Hey, I'm actually like feeling the same type of thing. And so it's just, I mean, again, just really powerful that we can like sit here and dialogue and say like, yeah, I felt like I was going to like lose my mind on Monday, but we, you know, pressed into Jesus. I brought people in, I kept doing what I knew to do and feel like a different person. It's not to say that tomorrow's going to be horrible, but, um, again, it's like, we'll take that when it comes, you know, anyways, I think to, I, I think to kind of like put this in a box for everybody, because, I mean, what you just said, I mean, that's, that's really, really powerful. And and hopefully yeah. they can like, they can slow this down and it can really impact their lives because it's important. Yeah. We're not just talking about like so. small business here. We're talking about how to make sure you have the best family possible yeah, bro. in spite of a small business. We're not talking about having a small business in spite of a family. So remember that. And then yeah. what you just said, like lean on God. And then it also goes back to one other thing that you brought up, which is a really good point, which is naming it. Cause if you don't, yeah. if you don't name it, you can't come up with a solution and you have to be humble enough to go to yeah. the people that you hold close and say, like, just be a little vulnerable with them. Like, Hey, I'm yeah. struggling. And hopefully like you guys that have, anywhere from like three 
to 10 team members, there's one guy on your team that you can go to and say these things. Because if, yeah. you, if you don't communicate, that's where, you know, if you get into the small business topics, that's where it can cause like a little bit of unrest, a, a little bit of, a little yeah. bit more chaos than is needed because you yeah. as the owner are not comfortable enough with yourself to say, Hey, like I'm, I'm super stressed. Work is one thing. Personal life is another. And I've got all this like boom, 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 piling up on me, but you have to be humble enough to yes. take that to somebody. So Matt, that's, that's awesome. Show it. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Cause I know we've been chatting a while, but yeah. dude, that was, that was really, really good. Um, uh, so I fun. hope, uh, hope we'll stay connected, man. Hope to meet you one day in person. Um, right, maybe a GIE 2021, 2021, you know. baby, 2021, Let's go 2020 got canceled. Should I we, know. should we boycott it and still just show up out in that field? Right, right outside the building. Show up. <laughs> All right. Everyone bring your mowers. We're just going to mow the, the, all those fields that they set up on. Bro, you know, you know, half the rednecks we're, we're are not, let's yeah, scalp yeah, let's scalp them. We're, they're not going to listen. They're either not going to listen or the other half are just not going to hear the news and they're going to show up anyways. So I think so true. I have a theory, like the 10 companies and the 10 brands that are there are going to kill it. Like they're, oh, they're just going to slay it. Yeah. yeah. There, there may only be like 2000 people, but they're going to get all those people's attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's right man all right that's man right. hey hey god god hey, bless so you much. god bless your family so you're much. doing big things man let me know if i can help Same you in up. any way appreciate that all right all right Take thank care, you Brent. sir bye-bye bye Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. I really do enjoy having you on the show. Please leave us a rating, a review. Give us some feedback on how we're doing out here. Um, We spend a lot of time on these shows, a lot of time with you guys. And so to hear we're doing a good job means the world to us. And if there's things that we need to improve to make sure we're adding value to you, we're, we're fine with hearing that feedback as well. Nonetheless, take two seconds right now as you're wrapping up this episode. If you're on Spotify, go leave a review. Give us a follow. If you're on Apple, leave a five-star rating. Leave a review. Hit the subscribe button. Um, it's it's going to mean the world to us. So um, I want to thank our sponsors, Jobber and Intentional Growth Advisors. You guys have heard us talk about Jobber for the longest time. Those guys over there are freaking awesome. We love them, man. They uh, they do a great job, and we've been using them since day one. Um, I think it was 2012 when we first hopped on board with them. And so if you're looking for an economical way to be professional, streamline quotes, invoicing, emails. Guys, we preset email verbiage and it saves us like five minutes per stop. We accept payments. We preset and itemize out all of our services so that when we send a quote, when we send an invoice, it's all there. Jobber can do that for you. Those guys over there have us all set up for the Lawn Care Leaders podcast. So go to getjobber.com backslash Brit-Dowd or hop on a chat with them. They're super super easy to get a hold of. Say, hey, I heard about Jobber through the Lawn Care Leaders podcast, Britt Dowd. Um, lastly, you guys have heard us talk about it enough, but Intentional Growth Advisors, great sponsor for the show. I've actually partnered with those guys over there to add value to small business owners just like you in the green industry. Okay, so 
what we do, what they do. It's coaching calls, consulting calls. It's ongoing monthly coaching, ongoing monthly systems tracking. So they will set you up and help you out with um, if you need uh, reports sent to you. So uh, you don't want to get into the balance sheet like we talked about. Um, You don't know exactly what your margins are. These guys are going to help you spit out a spreadsheet, a system so that you're getting financial reports sent to you. Um, Also, um, since I've partnered with them, I will be adding value on, on coaching calls, on an operational level. If you want me to help set up a lawn program for you, if you want to talk about tactics around hiring, strategies for growth, get into the gray space of uh, relationship intelligence, all of that. Um, I would love to uh, help you guys out. So intentionalgrowthadvisors.com is where they can be found. You can also email them um, intentionalgrowthadvisors at gmail. So if you're still listening, you guys are the lawn care leaders fanatics and we, we love having you. We love doing these shows. We do them for you, and uh, we're producing more and more content. We're producing it at better quality, more scale. If you know somebody that would love to be on the show that can add value, has a a story at all in the green industry, we want to hear from them. So uh, give us a shout. Hop on Instagram at Lawn Care Leaders. Um, You can also look up Lawn Care Leaders Podcast on Facebook and uh, say, hey, we'd love to be on your show because we want to have you. Um, so guys keep at it we love doing these we love having you listen we're super excited to bring you these keep at it have a good end of the week have a great fantastic weekend and we'll be back with you soon Mm